Hey everybody, do you ever spend time sleeping in the bus? Yeah, time spent in only one area of your life will rob success in other important areas. Welcome to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser and I am your host. Today is Thursday, August 26th. This is episode number 181 of show that is intended to provide insight and tools to building the lives and homesteads of our dreams. Let's continue reading out of The Rudder of the Day by Dan Miller, author of 48 Days to the Work and Life You Love. Willie Nelson has been known to do 200 plus gigs a year. Traveling in the honeysuckle rows, Willie connects with his audience in a way that few performers ever do. This little 70-year-old pigtailed guy from Abbott, Texas was picked to lead the singing of America the Beautiful on the worldwide broadcast of a relief benefit for the victims of 9-11. He has also raised over $23 million for struggling family farms. However, this kind of success comes with a high personal price. Lacking balance in personal areas, Willie has wife number four and seven children who rarely see him. Willie's fourth wife, Annie, lives with their two sons, Lucas, 14, and Micah, 12, in Maui. Willie gets there, quote, when he can, close quote. Even when Willie is back at his fabulous Austin, Texas compound, which includes a recording studio, golf course, and western film set, he still lives on the bus. Neither this compound nor his place in Maui is home. The bus is. If you are working more than 50 to 60 hours a week on your job or business, you're probably spending too much time on the bus. Success in family, physical, spiritual, social, and personal development requires an investment of your time. On the road again makes for a fine country song, but it will strangle your ultimate success in life. Quote, there is a pervasive form of contemporary violence and that is activism and overwork. The rush of pressure of modern life are a form, perhaps the most common form, of its innate violence." Close quote. Thomas Merton. In my work as a life coach, I have seen people from every career and professional area. I have seen pastors who are working 80 hours a week, justifying it because it's doing the Lord's work. Physicians justify long hours because they are helping people. Landscapers justify long hours because their work is seasonal. Painters work under nightlights because I've got to pay the bills. It's easy to rationalize living on the bus, whether we are singing songs, saving souls, or fixing leaky faucets. Prayer, tenderness, intimacy, kindness, all of these things thrive and rest and not in speed. In the popular book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey laid out these seven important practices. Remember the principle of, quote, sharpening the saw? If you are always relentlessly pursuing your dream, you may be getting a dull blade. Thomas Edison went fish, fishing each morning, throwing in a line without any bait but it was his best time for creative thinking and coming up with new inventions. And as always, 
we'll read something from the Bible before we ask ourselves a couple questions to give us some direction for the day. Quote, Be still and know that I am God. Close quote. From Psalm 46, chapter 10, or verse 10, rather. And finally, the direction for today. Have you been guilty of sleeping on the bus? How has that affected other areas of your life in negative ways? My friends, good morning. I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't really too motivated to record this morning. I did not sleep well, and I'm a little tired. This has become my default book when I'm not really feeling all that motivated to, well, to, to do anything, really. The reason is, the way that Dan Miller frames what he writes, in this book specifically, provides me with insight and tools to building the life and homestead of my dreams. That's just one of many tools, and it's becoming more and more used as opposed to some of the other tools in the proverbial toolbox. Now, Dan writes, if you're working more than 50 to 60 hours a week on your job or business, you're probably spending too much time on the bus. Historically, I've worked a number of jobs and projects in the past where I justified working 60, 70 hours a week. There were projects in the past where I worked more. And I scorned all the people who didn't. They didn't want it as bad as I did. They weren't willing to work as hard as I was willing to work. They didn't have the drive. Or so I thought. Doing that and maintaining that type of mindset led me to the very first burnout I experienced in 2009-2010. At that time I was at the peak of my ill health. I was smoking a lot, I was drinking a lot. That's worth noting that those are two habits that I've picked up recently again this year. Drinking more alcohol than I uh, normally did and smoking tobacco again. A 
other topics for other times. Dan also wrote about his work as a life coach and how he's seen pastors working 80 hours a week, justifying it because they're doing the Lord's work. Physicians justifying long hours because they're helping people. And landscapers justifying long hours because their work is seasonal. Ladies and gentlemen, I've worked in the green industry for over 20 years. Most of that time has been spent working at garden centers, nurseries, wholesale tree farms, and nurseries. There was a period of time for about seven years, eight years, where I worked in more of a management capacity doing forestry work and ultimately project coordination with intermittent periods of being back in the field, which was really my preferred way of working, at least in that sector. And although I might handle that differently now if I, find, if, I, if I were to find myself in a similar position, but that's neither here nor there. Over the past few years, I have very much justified the seasonal work. And when you're a salaried employee in this field, it's even easier to do because you can easily take time off in the winter, provided you've been grinding it out in the spring and fall. You can also do so to a certain extent in the summertime. However, I had a conversation about this very thing and the amount of time spent working with someone yesterday at the day job. And we both agreed that if things were operating a little bit differently, we might not need to put in the best amounts of overtime that we do in order to keep up. Because this individual had experience working seasonally at garden centers where very few people put in overtime on a regular basis. So what's your bus? Is your bus your office? Your vehicle that you spend copious amounts of time in commuting? And all of this time spent on your proverbial bus, how has that impacted other areas of your life in negative ways? For me, during those times when I was working long hours and not taking care of myself, it impacted my life in many negative ways. It impacted my health. It impacted my personal life and my ability to live outside of work. It consumed me. 
relationships that I had were spent talking about our place of employ and the problems that we had, and our goals and aspirations, but only in terms of career. I sidelined everything else in my life. Are you doing that in yours? And why? What are we doing this all for? As I have gone about this podcast, coming up on one year of doing it in this way, I actually began the show in 2019. I put out 10 episodes to see if podcasting was something I was actually interested in. I liked the idea of it. Those 10 episodes, I tried to learn how to navigate, find my voice, and I stopped. And then I picked it up. I started doing a video blog in the early part of last year. Did about 150 episodes of that. And eventually in October of last year, I decided to start a podcast. This is where my passion was. <coughs> or so I thought. But I've got a lot of other passions. The cup overfloweth. Which means, as I continue to work towards filling the cup. My inability to pay attention to my environment, my surroundings, all those other areas of my life being impacted in potentially negative ways. easy to get distracted and it's easy to get hung up on life, on life's terms. I just remember Stephen Covey in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, laid out seven important practices. Those indeed were those seven habits. There is a principle in there. That's a book that's on my bookshelf. Something that I probably ought to revisit. Dan encourages us to remember the principle of sharpening the saw. And that if we are always relentlessly pursuing our dreams, we may be getting a dull blade. What are you doing to sharpen your saw? Are you taking time for yourself or do you continue to grind and grind and grind and grind because this is how it has to be? You know, for the long game. 
Is it the way it has to be? I don't know. I challenge you to think of an alternative because I myself am trying to do the same thing. Well, that's it for today's show, guys. I appreciate you tuning in. If you like what you hear, I would simply ask you to share it with a friend, a loved one, family member, on social media. Whatever you do to share content in your own way on the platform that's best for you, I would encourage you to do so there. If you like the show and want to subscribe to updates so that you get updates as soon as episodes are dropped, you can join telegram t.me slash podcast. That is not a chat group. It is just a broadcast channel providing updates and links when appropriate based on the show. If you are interested in a group chat, you can join telegram at t.me slash allaroundgrowth and you will connect with myself and fellow audience members there people who are on a similar life path and a similar trajectory. Generally great dialogue there, and I would encourage you to join and be a part of the community with us. Please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice. And in the show notes, there's links to all of this along with episodes to all past podcasts as well for ease of reference. And if you have any questions or feedback for me, you can drop me a line at allaroundgrowth at gmail.com or via the Telegram community at t.me slash allaroundgrowth. I hope you have a great day, everyone. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.